Hi, I'm Yushuan Su. And I'm Connor Campbell. You're listening to Into the Unknown. All right. Hello, Yushuan. We're back. We're back. back. (laughs) So we, at the day that we are filming this, our first episode went out so hopefully if you are coming back for this podcast you've been listening for a couple of weeks now um Do and i hope you enjoyed you it think. if you haven't yes, been listening exactly. to a couple of weeks please listen to our previous episodes and yeah just let us know and what have you been doing for the last two weeks if you haven't been listening to it aliens <laughs> <laughs> which so very well to what we're going to talk about today a <laughs> uh, right. couple of big questions today actually yeah i mean you picked, a... you picked quite a heavy one for today for the third podcast in it's gonna be um we're digging straight in straight in yeah what is what is success what is failure oh, i and, thought you were gonna uh, warm me up a little bit there you just came straight in the the two of us at our young but ripe ages with with our experiences (laughs) still growing obviously still learning absolutely but we've both had successes and failures Mm -hmm. and you know i i think the question that i posed in the beginning even what is success what is failure I don't have any of those answers. I don't oh, no. know. What I mean, and I don't. I don't think anyone truly does. No. Whilst we're alive, anyway. But what I can do, and what I do have, and what I think you have, and what we'll hopefully talk about is mm. our experiences in those realms, and how our minds have sort of, how we've sort of shaped and formed opinions about those things. And maybe how that sort of changed over the years and over different experiences, um, our attitudes and perspectives uh, around success and failure. Yeah. So, um, why, don't you, why don't you go first? What's, what's success for you, Con? All right. So first of all, let me uh, preface this by saying that I personally believe that success and failure is subjective in nature. Um, you know, ultimately what I define as success and failure is not what someone else is going to define as success and failure. So it's very personal starting with, let's go with failure first and then we'll kind of move on to the, what I think success is. So I I obviously wrote down a few notes just because I wanted to get some thoughts out on a piece of paper. So I wrote down this in my personal opinion, I think failure is the opportunity we need to change our lives, our habits and our perspectives to see new opportunities and to think differently is what I wrote down. Nice. Um, and that's, you know, it, kind of one of the first things that came to mind was that people might see failure as potentially losing, uh, making mistakes. I know I certainly have in the past that I thought that if I lost something, that was a failure. You know, I, I failed. It was a mistake. And I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. Obviously, this requires a lot of reflection on our part. Um, and maybe even perhaps not achieving what they want. Um, but ultimately, I define failure as giving up, as not trying. Um, 
regardless of how long that takes. And that's, uh, yeah, I'll pass the baton on to you, sir. Yeah, no, I like <laughs> that. I like that because straight away, straight away, you've shifted, shifted the the attention and 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 the emphasis on. Well, you shift shifted it from it being about what you achieve, you know, getting goals, hitting targets, um, certain outcomes that you desire. You've mm. shifted from that to, well, like you say, giving up, not trying hard enough not getting stuck in, you know, not putting your effort into it. And I, to, to a degree, I, I agree with that. And as difficult as that is to see for me at many times, I think ultimately that is true. And that's what, that's what we have to accept. And that's what we have to sort of truly believe ourselves in order to to be successful in order to achieve things. And that's, that's actually a really interesting sort of paradox to me in my head, because I think in order to, you know, we all have goals and targets and certain outcomes that we want to get, whether that's in sport, in, in academia, in life, you know, in our work. And, but, at the end of the day, actually, in order to achieve those outcomes and get those goals, what's more helpful? Is it to really focus on, on the result, on the end goal, really focus on whether you achieve it or not? Or is it more helpful to, like you say, put all your effort into it, keep trying, keep, di- uh, keep, you know, keep chipping away at it? Yeah. And I'd say it's the latter because that, kind of mentality and that attitude gives you the best chance of success um but then what Absolutely. is success and i and, you know i <laughs> if you've again if you've listened to the first episode we kind of went a little bit into our biggest success uh, what what we thought we succeeded in and and our biggest sort of our proudest moment and mm. I won't go into go into it too much, but for me it was, you know, after the Asian Games, after me achieving at the time what was a, a lifelong dream and a lifelong goal, really, realizing that actually that didn't really matter. That the fact that I rode at the Asian Games and the result that I had at the Asian Games, which by the way was pretty rubbish, that didn't really matter to me, and that wasn't my biggest success. But my biggest success was the journey to getting there, as, as cringy and cliche as that sounds. I found success in the process and the journey of mm. getting to the point where I was, of the hard work and the graft, of continuing to learn, to balance all these things in my life and improve every day and, and also work through the hard bits, you know, because it for sure wasn't linear that journey was very up and down. I had some shit results, some shit days and some really good days. And when I look back at it now, I think that I found the most success and the most sort of fulfillment. And I'm proudest of, of that, of the journey of, of sort of paving my way and walking that path to the destination rather than the result itself. And 
yeah i think that since then that's kind of what i've tried to do is is find success in in the process rather than than the outcome you know if i'm successful it's that i've worked hard i've worked smart you know i've kept thinking i've kept open to new ideas and new concepts to try and you know that that relates to me and my job and my sport you know have i been successful at a competition you can look at the result on paper and and obviously i often do and sports is so i think outcome and result orientated you know we're encouraged to look at our results on paper our ranking where did we come what score did we get was it a pb but actually those things are kind of at the end of the day out of your control you can do a lot of things to try to get that result in your training in your preparation in your in your routine and how hard you try how much work you put in but even if you try a hundred percent and your preparation, the routine, everything is 100% and in tip-top shape. You could still get there on the day and something happened that's out of your control. You know, for me, you know, if, if, if a horse slips up or, or something comes onto the course or just an error of judgment in the split second, that is completely out of my control. And that could happen regardless of how good my preparation was, you know, how mentally, physically prepared I was, how hard I've been working. So surely to base my success and my sort of fulfillment in what I've achieved in that end result, that's quite volatile, isn't it? That's something that I really can't control. I have no control over. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I've worked super, super hard to get there, to try to get that result. I've been smart in the way that I've been training. I've tried to develop new things, new skills, tried to improve on skills. And I can still come away and thinking to myself and saying to myself that that I've, I've succeeded because of those things. Yeah. And uh, what you also, there's two things, well, not obviously you mentioned a lot of things, but the two things that really stood out to me was that um, success then is not the end result, but the process by which you've achieved it. Um, And what I mean by that is regardless of whether you get a medal or not, and you see that as you didn't succeed, you, you succeeded in something in the process. Um, Yeah. You know, whether it be succeed it, yeah, you succeed in becoming becoming a better, well, for me, becoming a better rider, mm-hmm. becoming more connected with your horse, uh, becoming better at certain skills in riding, whether that's, you know, technical skills and accuracy and being able to control your body in certain ways. Yeah. And that that is there regardless of, of whether you won a competition or not. And I'm sure you can relate as well with, with weightlifting. Yeah, I think um, it's like you say, with sport is very black and white. You either win or you lose, right? There, you know, you have obviously medals of participation and so on and so forth. And But at the end of the day, 
for competitive sports, you have a winner and you have a loser. If you don't come first, even though you got second and third, you lost. And although that's a very bleak, it is a bleak way of looking at it. I agree. But to some people, success is just getting to that competition. To some people, success is getting that third, getting that second, or even just success is, okay, they didn't qualify. They failed to qualify. But what did they succeed in doing? Learning not to do what they did for that preparation again. So although they might have failed in that success, what they did learn through that process is that if something didn't work, don't just keep doing it again. <laughs> There's some things that you need to change. And I think that's what failure you know, teaches you a lot is that it's not a bad thing to embrace failure. It's something that I've had to learn the last, that I've had to come to terms with I don't know if any of our listeners listened to the first podcast where, you know, we mentioned kind of what our biggest fear is. And I went into the fact that, you know, the fear of failure, you know, it's, well, you know, it's, it's frightening. Um, you know, you don't want to fail. It's not easy to fail. And no, obviously nobody wants to, nobody sets out in life to go, I'm going to fail at this <laughs> so I can be really good, you know, but ultimately to have success along the way you have to learn how to fail so what would you say are your sort of what you see as as your failures things that you've failed it that that highlight that yeah so if we take it from you know an objective point of view where obviously we're saying that failure is is not necessarily you know this kind of hot and cold it, it's it's the fact that if you give up then you've obviously failed um but for me there's three that kind of stand out that kind of was really the turning point one of them really kind of relates to what we're doing right now and that is you know obviously I've started a couple of podcasts and my biggest issue is that if I don't think something is going to be done well then I'm not going to commit to it so I'll plan and I'll plan and I'll plan but I'll never put anything into action. And so that plan is worthless. And I spent so long trying to plan doing a podcast, you know, um, in the past, you know, they, they did well, but, you know, people move on and you have new jobs and it just gets time consuming. But, you know, with this podcast, I said to myself, like, I've learned from past experiences now from the podcasts that just have not, uh, you know, gone to, to just carry on over the years and I've learned what has worked what maybe hasn't um and part of it is just it's not necessarily that that podcast failed it's just you know, you know you gave up on that podcast but whatever so I'd say that's probably one of the biggest ones and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start this again was because I said to myself but those podcasts didn't fail because you haven't given up you're doing another one you just have to commit to the cause um i'd say the second one obviously weightlifting specific is i cannot tell you the amount of missed lifts that i've had over the years of six years of lifting almost seven actually coming up seven now um you know seven years happy seven year anniversary of lifting um seven years is a lot of missed lifts you know and obviously it's disappointing when you miss a lift when you don't when you don't compete to the level that you um set for yourself uh but ultimately if you're trying to be better 
than you were yesterday or you were last year, there's going to come a time where your performance is not going to be 100%. And that doesn't mean not giving effort. It just means sometimes that doesn't pay off. And so, you know, maybe for me, not qualifying for British or English, I'm very close, but I'm not there yet. But the fact is, you know, you're still working on it. For me, the biggest thing was my UKCA. It took me three attempts to sit my UKCA because I failed different parts. And when I first, I was so stressed every time. And I came into the last one, bearing in mind that one of the elements that I failed was weightlifting, which first of all is hilarious because I've been weightlifting for seven years and I own a weightlifting club. And I'm not trying to tout my ego or anything, but, you know, some would say that I know a small amount about lifting weights. And so Uh, I was, you know, for me, it was really shocked. You know, I was uh, sorry for me, for me, it was shocking because I was like, how on earth have I failed at something that I do every single day? And it hit me really hard that I didn't take the next exam like a year later because I was just like, I don't want to fail again. Um, you know, and obviously fast forward to today, I've now passed, you know, all of the elements and it's, it's, it, it, along that process, I learned what you need to do, what you need to say, what you don't need to say. And so, you know, it took me a little, some people pass on the first time, some people fail and then they never do it again, which was what, which was what was going through our mind for that first year was, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to sit this again. You know, but the pressure of work said, well, you have to sit it again. So, you know, whatever. And but so I'd say that. If you had done that, if you had just, you know, failed the first time and just threw the towel in and, and said, fuck this, like, I'm not doing this. Mm. That's for you. That's what true failure is, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, absolutely. But then what you've alluded to is it's really interesting. It's sort of we kind of believe the same thing that when you don't win as such, when you don't succeed in the sense of achieving your goal, you're learning. Absolutely. You're taking things away for next time, for the next time you give it a go. Mm-hmm. And you go home, you keep chipping away at it in training, you know, it, and then you go out the next time and you apply those things. And for you, it took three times. Yeah. And, you know, I think for me, it, if I put it into perspective of like the competitive season, I have had such highs and lows in one season. And I think last year sums it up pretty well. And you were, you were sort of, you had front row seats to it. I'd, I'd text you after every competition and either celebrate or moan and bitch about how badly mm-hmm. I did. But in reality, looking back, each time that I didn't do well or I got a result that I wasn't happy with, I knew what was wrong or I knew why that happened. Yeah. And I could, uh, I went back and talked to my coach and talked to my support team, the people around me. And we're always able to determine, okay, what went wrong? What didn't go to plan? Was it, you know, um, 
was it something with my riding with my positioning was it something more technical like I wasn't giving the right aids and uh, it led to something bad happening like it led to a stop or something like that or is it something with the horse something physical with the horse that they're uncomfortable with but each time we've gone back and we've sort of reassessed okay what are we going to do to change what are we going to do to to improve and in terms of my riding as well and being more balanced and secure in a good position for my riding and for my horses like that's something I've worked with you with as well over the years and that's improved as well and each time I've gone to the next competition just slightly better you know it's not it's not magic you know it's not like you say okay I'm going to change this this and this you take all the boxes you go and boom like you're number one in the world like it it's a long and slow process often quite a painful process but you know by the end of the year it kind of I felt that it all came to place and I had some of my best results at the end of last year so that for me is that highlights what what succeeding is it's doing the work in between you know it's Mm -hmm. day in day out and 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 that taught me to kind of appreciate the small wins the sort of everyday wins you know the getting up and going to the stables and and riding and each time being focused and and mindful and thinking about what i'm doing what i can do to improve what can i do to to get the horse to go as as good as it can and how we improve as a combination each time i do that that's a that's a small win and you know actually the first time that that's really sorry yeah not just for you as well you know like it's also for your coaching team and for your horses everyone is learning to grow together because the better that you all get the better that they can make you sorry carry on i just wanted to jump in yeah um the the sort of small wins and the everyday wins and that kind of thing that the first time that that became really apparent for me and it was sort of in my face was was when I broke my leg actually in in Mm. 2019 and if we're talking about failures I'll set the scene like I had these massive ambitions to qualify for Tokyo you know be part of the first um Hong Kong Olympic eventing team to go to Tokyo and go to the qualifiers blah blah that was in 2019 as well so at the start of the season we had these massive hopes and dreams did all our preparation did all our training set off to Portugal to go to our first international competition of the year and hopefully set us up onto that road to Tokyo and got to Portugal fell off and broke my leg and that was it basically the qualifiers were in may and i was out till at least july before i could get back on the horse again so if we're talking about failing in terms of of not achieving your goals i mean that's kind of the epitome of it at the time at least you know not only did i fall off and break my leg and not achieve my goals at that competition the whole thing about tokyo and qualifying and everything that was thrown out the window 
But yeah, and don't get me wrong, like I was pissed off and I was upset. I was sad about it. I was, you know, quite quite depressed about the situation for weeks. And I to the people around me, I'd say, oh, like, you know, this is this is terrible. Like, I, I can't I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be doing well at competitions like building up to the olympic qualifiers doing this this and that but instead i can't get out of bed like i can't walk on my own i can't go to the gym stuff like that but and i and i work with a sports psychologist as well and and i was saying all this to him one day and he said well basically what's the point of of focusing on on that that picture that you have in your head of where you're supposed to be what you're supposed to be achieving you know when the only thing you have control of is where you are now so you can still be winning in this situation if i just get out of bed go for a walk with my crutches for say five minutes a day that made me feel better you know if i watched and read certain things that I wanted to do, you know, that made me feel better. If I spoke to the people I wanted to speak to and and dedicated my time to say uni work at the time and stuff like that, like those are all small wins for me. And before I knew it, five minutes were, was becoming 10 minutes to 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I started going to the gym, you know, we, we were figuring out what we could do with a broken leg to still stay active and stay fit and then when i was finally able to weight bear again you know building building that back up and doing all the rehab work so that was just sort of in my face oh actually i need to focus on these small everyday goals and achieving them that whole process is a success love it absolutely love it i actually do no that was fantastic because it you know it directly relates but to both of us because i think in that process we both learned so much about you know successes and and failures and just being a part of like you said the one thing that you alluded to was that success and failure is almost time sensitive it's never static so if you set you know a success to i want to make it to 2020 okay you fall off your horse and you know you break your leg more often than not you know you're probably not going to be able to get to 2020 (laughs) you know so what do you do do you just sit there and go if I don't make it to 2020, I'm not even going to make it to 2024. So what's the point? You know, but it's time sensitive. You had six months to get better. And now we have another four years. Well, we've now got two years to to train for that. And we've, that process started in 2019, you know, 2020, it was irrelevant. You know, I, to be honest with you, Obviously, it was in the back of my mind. I don't know if it was in the back of your mind that it would be great if we made it. But at the end of the day, the most important bit is getting you back to where you were first rather than 
you know, what comes next. Mm. Um, and obviously in that process, we learned so much about things that we can do with a broken, when you've got a broken leg. Um, and Oh, my favorite was that, uh, that, um, the hand cycle, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Machine, What's it even gassed. called? I have no idea. No <laughs> idea what it's called. I think it's just called a hand cycle, you know? If you guys don't know sense. what it is, look it up. And that is, I'd say now, that's a vital piece of gym equipment. Yeah, I would agree. Well, Good when, fun, if nothing else. Whenever we used to uh, walk in the gym and be like, what the hell is this there for? And then you text <laughs> me in know. Portugal. Come on, I, I broke my leg. Because the thing is, you didn't even tell me. You just texted me when you were in Portugal. You were like, I broke my leg. And I'm I just think like, I sent you a picture no the picture was after oh right okay <laughs> yeah the picture was after and then you sent me a picture of you with your foot up in a beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like nice <laughs> but yeah anyway um yeah so going back to the point i think you know success and failure is is very i guess um time dependent that it should never be static you know that what you find successful now is not going to be what you find successful in the future you know, because maybe your perspective has changed. Maybe, um, you know, you have different opportunities or different habits. Perhaps you have children and your success is no longer with maybe something else. It's more the success of potentially getting your children to where they want to be or even just ha having a, a good family. Um, you know, it's there's so many different part, like moving parts to, I guess, um, failing and and having success so then what um, do you think with so like you say those goalposts change all the time yeah um and in different stages of life we we have different goals we have different targets and yeah you know, when we achieve something we want more we want to do something else we want to do something bigger so do you what do you think of do you think there's anything necessarily wrong with that so i i think that's kind of inevitable and we kind of need that partly you know we need to be setting goals and and having targets and kind of have a direction for where we want to go and i think we don't want to take that away because that actually is is a big help for at least for myself to to get me to where i want to you know to yeah. be ambitious and driven to want to go to this competition and do well at this competition or you know with my when I was at uni you know get certain grades for my degree but I think for me what I've kind of had to come to terms with and I'm still every day you know trying to accept it is that you can have goals and you can set your goalposts, but like I said before, things don't always go to plan and things more often than not don't go to plan. And yeah. once you accept that and you set those goals, but then I guess define your success in the process to achieving those goals, then that's, that's when we're winning. I don't know if you, you resonate. I agree. I agree with you. I even wrote down that I think people see success as winning, achieving and not making mistakes, but I see success as never giving up and doing what makes you ultimately more fulfilled. Um, you know, I think it's like, 
I, I feel like success is more about perspective and reflection than it is about setting a lofty goal and going, I'm really rich. Because like, let's say, for example, you are rich and you go, I'm really rich. What does that take? You have to reflect on the amount of money that you have. You know, it, you, you can't see success by like you have one pound and you go one day I'm going to be rich. That's a great goal to have. And you might be in that process. So, you know, for me, it's that reflective process that allows you to, to feel the success rather than, oh, my God, I've got a gold medal hanging around my neck. Obviously, that's <laughs> like you, you were very successful in your pursuit for sport. You know, but I think, um, like you said, what comes next? And reflecting back on those successes and, you know, like it, it changes, it might change day to day, week to week, year to year, month to month, whatever happens. Um, it's about reflect. Uh, I think, like you said, reflecting on that process and what you learn, what you gain from it, um, perhaps what you didn't learn and what you'd like to learn for me. Anyway, I don't know yeah, if I'm just waffling on, but. And I think also, you know, you kind of alluded to it quite nicely, but I think quite often, at least for me and, and in my experience, success on paper and successful results don't always equate to success for me personally. Mm. And vice versa, like what seemed to be a failure or a bad result on paper there are times that i can be quite happy with that yeah and, and that is quite a strange feeling to have at first like so going back again to to 2019 this time at the end of the year in december we had the the asian championships and you know it was the first asian equestrian championships there was a lot of hype around it and we all wanted to do well and I kind of had this sort of comeback leading to it from like having a broken leg at the start of the season to, to recovering and riding and qualifying for the championships and then going there. And at the end, we, we came home with the team silver medal. But I, I didn't feel successful. Like that wasn't a success for me because my performance my writing like what i produced for me wasn't good enough and that's that's not me being hard on myself like it's me knowing that i'm capable of better and we as a team are capable of better and just because we can we can we've come away with the medal I think that's another danger. Like when you have a good result on paper, what seems to be successful, you can kind of get carried away by that. You can, you can be like, oh, I've won a medal. It doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, I've won. But you, you can miss that opportunity to, to learn from that and be honest with yourself. Like I had to be honest with myself and been like, actually, that wasn't that good. Like, from from me and my my performance that was pretty shit 
just because I've got a silver medal hanging around my neck doesn't mean that that I'm I, I've done a good job, you know. And yeah. I think if I didn't come away with that, then you know I wouldn't be I wouldn't be growing, I wouldn't be learning, and I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah, I no, I, I yeah, I, I don't have anything else to add to that. I think I I couldn't agree more um you know about that and i think i guess just to cap it off to go back to one of the first things that i said at the very start of this is that um you know success is obviously what you define it as whether it be you just want to be happy you know obviously defining what what does make you happy um you know maybe success is starting a business or finishing a book that you've always had on your bookshelf you know, it can be little wins, like you said, you know, sort of, I don't know, halfway through this podcast is, is finding those small wins to feel successful. And ultimately, the biz, biggest success is getting through life for as long as you can, right? <laughs> That's a bit morbid when you put it that way. Well, you know. Uh, so then yeah. how would you, in terms of like recovering from failure? Yeah. About- back from failure what what do you do for that you know what are your experiences with that uh to keep it short i think reflective practice definitely helps learn um what you did in the process to potentially what you could do better next time or what you didn't do so well at um and also reflecting on the outcome of why did that happen was it within your control was it not within your control um i think ultimately as well just come just don't be happy that you've obviously failed because that's a bit weird um you know (laughs) but you have to be you have to be honest with yourself it's okay to be disappointed if you failed it's okay to be disappointed if you didn't get the outcome that you wanted that is only natural and it's human but what you need to do is you you need to come to terms with that and move past it and learn from that experience rather than just keep letting it hold you back because otherwise it will just fester and get worse and worse um yeah i think you know that would be it would be come to terms with it as as well as you can it might not take a it might take quite a long time you know it depends on how hard that that hit you but ultimately you haven't failed unless you give up you have to tell yourself that it doesn't matter how big it was it doesn't matter what's happened as long as you don't as long as you don't give up you haven't failed it's just a setback even if you've even if your business has gone under okay your business has gone under you lost a lot of money are you still alive? Yes. You can still do something today to help you. Maybe not today, maybe tomorrow or next week, but you can do something to keep kind of fighting, I guess. You know, sounds like we're going to war, but we're not. It's just, <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, for me is, but would probably be the biggest advice I'd give, to be honest. Yeah, so yeah. what about I you? Mean, I, I agree. And I, I think for me, just, to add to that I've, uh, and we've we keep coming back to this for this whole whole episode but i think just taking taking it as an opportunity to learn and yeah. and reflect and like you say 
reflect on on why it happened what happened why it happened and what you can do to improve and what you can bring next time and you know the other thing as well is is perspective like mm-hmm. i said what you can bring next time more often than not there is a next time yeah and one bad performance in one competition is is exactly that it's one bad performance and as much as it doesn't feel that way you know it doesn't feel that way for me when i've just fallen off at a competition that i wanted to do really well at obviously in the moment i'm like oh i'm gonna fucking quit what's the point but when i've calmed down a bit you know i think it's really important to to put that into perspective as it were see the bigger picture of okay well that's one bad result out of how many years you've been doing this how many competitions you've had and how many are yet to come and then take that as as a learning as an opportunity to to get better and then the other thing just quickly as well for me is you know i in terms of in terms of failure of not achieving a result i think what i come back to and and this is again something that my um sports psychologist said to me that really hit me and it's been super powerful since is why why should you achieve those things like why are you expecting to to achieve those goals that you set and that sounds a bit weird but it's basically you know i can sit here and say and i and i told him like uh these these are my these are my targets like i have to hit my targets i have to get this this and this result at these competitions i need to get this funding get to this level you know these are my tar- my targets my goals and he turned around and said you know they're not they're not targets as such like they're dreams you mm-hmm. can always dream and it's easy to sit here and dream big and set these goals but why am i then placing my expectations on myself to be able to achieve those things like that's not a given and i think we often fall into a trap of of setting these targets and then expecting them to be achieved but yeah quite often they're not that realistic and even if they are realistic like going back to what we said like there are so many things that are out of our control that you know we can set these goals and work towards them but it is the working towards them that matters and if we work towards them the best we can and we don't get the goals then we keep those goals and keep working towards them or we change the goals and there we go I reckon that's a good time to leave it there, mate. Sweet. Yeah, that was solid. uh, Yeah. Do you know what? I was playing uh, just on a quick, uh, a very quick tangent, which is related. I was playing, I'm a big fan of video games. Obviously, Yushan knows this. I was playing Troy, Total War, right? And what's really interesting is when we first started talking about wanting to do this podcast, there was, I was playing, I was fighting a battle, right? For those of you that don't know, it's like a RPG where you kind of have little characters and it's like risk, I guess. And 
I lost the battle, right? <laughs> this seems super trivial. I lost the battle. <laughs> Do you know what one of my characters said? <laughs> Go on, what, what did your character, who, who was it? And what did they say? <laughs> I don't know who the guy's name was, but it was like the little narrator voice thing. And it said, you may have lost the battle, but you haven't lost the war. And I was like, God damn. Come on. I love it. <laughs> what did I do? Two turns later, came in, fucked them up. Won the war. Anyway, won the war. Well, well I won that battle. Been, I've also been uh, <laughs> playing video games. Have you ever played Mario Party? I have, yeah. There's, so so you'd, you'd, you'd be familiar, but, you know, anything can happen. And that, that really sums up what we've been saying, funnily enough, that... <laughs> You roll the dice, and and that's the same with with sport, with with life, with your career. Like you're taking risks, and they sometimes go in your favor, and they sometimes don't. And those things are out of your control. And then last time I played, I was losing so badly, but then at the very end, when they, you know, when they hand out those extra points, yeah, double points, triple points. Up, man. That's it, mate. Um, yeah exactly right now that we've shared our uh, recent successes <laughs> our most meaningful successes i reckon we will leave it there for this week so guys we hope you enjoyed the podcast thank you so much for tuning in have you got any more closing remarks thanks for listening thanks for listening and we shall catch you on the next one we should have a guest in the next one so stay tuned not going to say anything else Goodbye. So, Yushuan, do you want to plug where people can find you? Yeah, so on Instagram, I am at yushuan.su.eventing. On Facebook, I am yushuan.su.eventing. And my website is suyushuaneventing.com. What about you, Connor? Mine is at Connor Lift Stuff on Instagram and at Stoic Strength Systems on Instagram. And we was also just set up a Patreon under the same name, Stoic Strength Systems. So give those a follow. I will put the links all down in the description if I figure out how to do it. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you like, share and subscribe to the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you next time.